When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There was something off the ball. Rotham was involved and so too Foley. And they've turned it over. Now ended up with Kelly. He hand passes. Dom Sheed runs in. Left forward pocket. Three goals in a row. Sheed in his 150th. Yes, bright moment for West Coast in their 63-point loss against Collingwood. There were a few bright moments, actually, for the Eagles. They played very strongly right up until probably three-quarter time and then ran out of puff, I think, with their senior players fading a little bit and the Magpies taking over the game. Of course, Josh Kennedy, West Coast legend, AFL life member, he always joins us on Tuesday thanks to New Farm Galaxy. New Farm Galaxy are the flexible tank mix partner to control broadleaf weeds. Josh, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Is uh, Are you up in Geraldton and, and is it wet up there? Uh, yeah, there's been a bit of rain around, which is good. So all me, all the farmers, me mates and uh, cousins are all pretty happy at the moment. So I think they've been flat out seeding over the last few weeks. But it's been good to have a little bit of rain come through at this time of year. Mate, we'll get to the Collingwood game and how West Coast played. But first of all, I want to ask you something. As a mate of mine always says, he talks about AFL teams down the bottom of the ladder and he says it's like being the sick chook in the chookyard. Everyone gets to have a peck at you. And I'm I'm <laughs> I'm fascinated that... Elijah Hewitt gets concussed by Jordan Dugowie and Dom Sheed speaks out about it and the social media team at West Coast sort of basically point out that he's going straight to the tribunal and then they're supposed to apologise for having the the nerve to say that. Why does Dom Sheed have to say sorry? Because he thinks that um, Jordan Dugowie will get a month or two. I mean, if he gets four weeks, that's a month. That's within the parameters of what Dom Sheed said. Why, why do we have to say sorry these days? <laughs> Uh, there's, there's a lot there's a lot of backlash these days and everyone has um, their opinion and their say and um, yeah, I suppose from that end uh, looking at uh, the incident and I think with the tribunal over the last you know or even any incident that goes on in the AFL the last few years everyone's been trying to understand obviously the grades and where it sits and how many weeks per grade and per um, what in- incident it is so people have really starting to understand um, kind of where it should go and, and probably where it should land. And I think with social media these days, that is out there straight away. I, you know, before the game had finished, there was a lot of, um, you know, kind of media personalities uh, saying that it was going to the tribunal. So um, you look at that and obviously there's three to four weeks. And, and from Sheeta's end, you know, I think it, it will it sounded like he was joking about that, that two-month thing, and obviously he said a month. But, um, but yeah, obviously the backlash and the way that people interpret it, it, um, it causes a bit of drama. And then um, and obviously the club, um, with what's going on all through social media, and then they uh, post straight to the tribunal because of, I suppose, a lot of what other, other people have been stating. And then there's a lot of backlash on that, and, um, and it becomes an apology. And, probably at times like this and, and things haven't been great and there's been a lot of um, I suppose external pressure going towards West Coast you know 
this week haven't heard anything about Adam Simpson's coaching, um, but there's all, there's always going to be something when when teams are right down the bottom, um, and and those couple of incidents has been been what it's been this week. Yeah, I just thought. Look, I took one look at the Dugowie incident, and once I'd seen it in slow motion, I thought he'll be going straight to the tribunal because I thought it's it's, yeah. it's more than uh, it's more than two. Um, and and I would think it sits at probably four. Um, if he if he gets three, then he's probably um, he can probably consider himself lucky and get out of there as quickly as he can. I'm not saying it was a dog act or yeah. anything like that, but it's late and it's high and there's a concussion um, arising from yeah. it. Yeah, well, all the incidents it, it, it comes down to the head, and obviously um, with the bump um, in the game, there's been fine lines in, in certain um, incidents that have happened and um, split decision uh, making, you know, from players in, in where they can bump and where they think um, they're going to you're hitting the body, but they come too high and. Obviously, with Jordan's one and with Hewitt, yeah, it, it obviously was a, a clean bump straight to to the head, and um, and obviously caused concussion, which you know, um, which is what the AFL are trying to protect. So, um, yeah, how many weeks it is, I'm not too sure. I'm I'm, I'm not don't know all the information um, and what goes on with the tribunal or, or any of that stuff. But um, but obviously, there's there's been a head knock, there's been concussion, there was a bump um, that looked a little late, and um, and and that's that's where it sits. Yep, I think you're being very nice, mate. It looked a little late because it was late. And uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was after he disposed of the ball. Um, okay, was this West Coast's best effort since the Derby, even though it ends up as a 63-point loss? Oh, it was it was amazing. I don't know if you were there, Duff, but um, but that that third quarter, um, you know, it was it was great to see the fans and the stadium um, up and about, and it was it was very nice sitting there amongst all Eagles supporters and and seeing the boys play like that because um, yeah, I think you know overall game that that first quarter couldn't capitalise, um, obviously couldn't couldn't kick goal and, and just had a few of those points go through and uh, pretty even in the second, um, but then that third, you know, was I'm not too sure how many goals in a row it was. I think it was six. Um, maybe um, that West Coast were able to kind of been pig back to about 15 points, which was which is fantastic. And you know, overall, in looking at the game, the inside 50s were were pretty similar. Um, you know, contested footy 132 to 124, and the boys won that. So um, that's when you talk about the effort, um, that you know, and the consistency that you want. Um, but the consistency of four quarters once again was a little bit hard. And and obviously, a team like Collingwood were able to. Um, kick six or seven unanswered goals. I think in that last that last term, which um which obviously blew that lead out. But no, it's a, it was a great effort to you know I suppose where the club's been at with the players they've been able to play and um and to see them show that fight. Um, that's 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 all you want as a fan. I think it was eight out of ten goals they kicked. They got back to uh, um yeah got back to fifteen points when Andrew Gaff had the shot. That we we all thought he would kick, I suppose, and it's probably a bit um, indicative of Andrew's season at the moment where it was sort of. Didn't kick with a lot of conviction, I think you'd probably say, and that, that's probably how he's feeling about his footy at the moment. Um, hey, um, one bloke who did give us a reminder as to what he is like when he's at his best, I thought, was um, was Elliot Yo, and that third quarter in particular, he was phenomenal. Yeah, no, it's um, it's he obviously has been out for a long time and uh, been in and out with injury, and 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 now he's he's starting to you know get some consistency in his training, plus also a couple of games now, and um, you know to see him, there was there was that passage um, you know just outside fifty where he was able to grab the ball, sprint, you know, dodge around a few, um, just seeing him use his speed, um, his explosiveness in the way he goes about it, and and using his um, using his kick, it's 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 always great to see Yoey up and about like that, and. And when he does use that speed and that power that he has, you know, um, that's why he's, you know, when he's up there um, at his best, he's one of the best in the competition at it.
Yeah, and there's, there's like that domino effect in AFL, isn't there, that you sort of, when you look at the head-to-heads, it's your best versus their best, second best versus second best, third best versus third best, particularly around the midfield. Even if they only shake hands at the start of the game and then don't see each other again until the end, it's kind of like their impact measured against the other player's impact. And you can go from, if you lose the one off the very top, you can go from having three or four players more than holding their own to three or four players who aren't. And with Gaff at the very top of the pile, I thought um, from the midpoint of the second quarter on right up until just before three-quarter time, West Coast looked like they held sway in the middle. They looked like they held sway around the contest and they got good field position out of that. They got good looks out of that and they got good conversion out of that. It makes a huge difference. Oh, yeah, massive, massive. And, you know, I know Bailey's still emerging and coming through and the hitouts probably aren't where he wanted it to be. But um, I think with those guys talking about, you know, from, from TK to Duggo to Sheed, um, Yoey, Gaff, um, the clearances, you know, I think they, I think boys won 43-33. So being able to win it, um, you know, not only around the ground but in the middle and getting it forward um, is, is obviously why we saw a higher, um, higher inside 50 count, which was great. Now, obviously, the marks inside 50 weren't that great for West Coast. With, I think it being five to fourteen with Collingwood's way, but still being able to get it forward, get it played in the forward half, just gives you that opportunity to be able to have your shots on goal, and and it does. It starts in the middle, and it's been great to I suppose see those guys get that those clearances up, especially around the ground and, and getting it forward. Are you concerned that it ends up being another blowout? I think Collingwood kicked six unanswered goals in the last quarter, and it and it becomes a sixty-three point loss. Or was that, or was that a bit of a result of West Coast deciding, you know what, we're not going to try and defend this. We're going to try and take them on and make them defend us a little bit. And so it became a bit of all duck and no dinner out of the centre square, and they were able to get clean entries and, and quick ball movement inside their own attacking fifty. Yeah, well, I think obviously they're pretty brave with the footy and the way uh, West Coast took it on. You know, it's, it's the way they want to play. So, and obviously that third quarter showed that being able to get within 15 points. So, um, even though the momentum swing went Collingwood's way, you know, what do you do? Do you do you kind of back off and try and stop the bleeding, or do you just keep trying to play the way you want to play? So. Either way, but I think with that last quarter, you know, having Bungo down with his hamstring, I think kind of West um, with his ankle, and um, and obviously Hewitt out, and you know you have one less on the bench, um, or a couple less on the bench, and um, yeah, that kind of does impact, I suppose, those those final stages of the game, and and, and guys playing more minutes, so um, combination of all, but um, it was it was good to see that that fight from West Coast and. And that third quarter, like I said, that was that was something special. It was great to be sitting in the stadium um, when the boys are playing like that. I wrote. After the game that given Shannon Hearn's injured and he's 35 and he's turning 36 in September, that it's time to make the call on him, Josh. I I got some interesting feedback from West Coast supporters on Twitter after that, I have to say. There was a, a few people that questioned my heritage and all sorts of other things. But um, um, what's your view on Shannon? Is it a given that he retires at the end of the season or do you think there's some chance that he'll go again? Uh, there's always some chance, but um, but yeah, obviously it, it, it's stacking up. And, and being an older player, then where the club's at at the moment, um, having a lot of external pressure and a lot of external noise, as you said, from you know the social media outlets and, and people people having their say, it's um, yeah, it can quite it can get quite consuming, I suppose, um, as a player in that situation. So um, 
you know, the club and, and Bung will work through what that looks like, um, you know, and there'll be a decision from either the club side or, you know, from Bunga's side. Bunga might be sitting there and going, this is my final year. We don't know that yet. And he may not have mentioned that publicly. He, may, he might be sitting there, this is my final year. So um, we don't know that. So, uh, But with the injuries that, that tally up, especially when you're an older player, they do start um, they do start getting inside your head and, and, and how you're at. But, um, you know... In saying that, you know, it, it, who knows what will happen at the end of the year and in which way uh, the club want to go or Bung wants to go. And um, yeah, I'm sure that um, the right thing will happen. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Did you know last year, did you know um, that it was definitely going to be your last year? And if you did, at what point did you know? Um, yeah, definitely. I, I, uh, I hesitated to obviously sign for, for last year, the year before, and it was purely because of my knee and... Um, things were feeling all right in the off season and, and running around, so I decided to go. And it was probably I reckon mid January uh, when the knee and, and kind of what I wanted to do was really flaring up, especially getting into you know game scenario and and and, and match play rather than just 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 running in fitness. So, um, but you know back when I did sign that, it was it was the intention that it was going to be my last year, uh, but. As a player, you kind of always still hold a little bit of hope, you know, when you're feeling okay. Um, but um, obviously, it was probably mid-Jan where I knew it was it was my last year. Now, what's your mail on Shuey, Darling, and McGovern as far as this weekend's clash against Adelaide goes? It sounds like Shuey's a strong possibility. The others are just yep. possibilities. What are you hearing? Yeah, yeah, very similar. So I think um, think Boots has been back training pretty well and and feeling okay. So hopefully he's available for selection this week. I think Jack, yeah, it was either this week or next week. Um, but um, but he's been able to get back into it and and been feeling okay um, from from what I hear. Um, and then Gov, um, obviously with that uh, hamstring, he, he progressed really well early um, with, with what he's doing um, in terms of his training and everything. But um, obviously with that comes, uh, especially on an injury like that, you always have other parts of your body that start to flare up and cause you, the overuse and everything. So um be interesting to see how many weeks they give him. But um, but from all ports, Gov's been progressing pretty good in his training. So hopefully you have those three come back over the next at, the, at least two weeks. Um, but hopefully in two to three weeks' time, you see all those guys back playing, uh, which would be great for West Coast. So if you were a betting man, it sounds like you think Shuey probably plays this week, but the other two maybe after the bye. Yeah, I, I think um, well, well, from from all reports on on Boots's injury and you know with that ankle and a little bit of panic, um they've given you enough time and and changed a bit of the program um, from from what I hear from you know with everything that comes out in, in the press. So um, I assume that um, that he's he, he should be back pretty soon. And um, um, from all reports, he's been training pretty well. So I'm looking forward to seeing Boots being back out there because I love watching him play. Absolutely. And if Alec Yo has pulled up well to see maybe Luke Shuey spend a little bit of time going through the middle as well alongside uh, Sheed and Kelly, it would uh, be a fascinating watch to see what they might be able to do against Adelaide on the weekend. Hey, we saw Ryan Marrick play his first game after being picked up in the mid-season rookie draft. He looked promising early in uh, West Coast game against Swan Districts on Sunday in the Waffle. And then, unfortunately, he was down one end and the ball was down the other end for the rest of the game. What did, did you have a look at it? And, and if you did, what did you make of it? Uh, I didn't think I was not able to see it, but um, but uh, from all reports, from what I hear, yeah, it's, it's great to see him out there playing, and 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 hopefully he can um, he can keep progressing that um, not only with just playing, but with training with the team and, and starting to get a bit of uh, continuity with with how the guys want to play and everything, because it obviously will be a bit of a 
a big um, eye opener coming over over here and playing in the West. So, um, but yeah, it's um, it's it's going to be exciting to see him. Um, you know, hopefully get a game this year because um, that's what he was drafted for. And um, yeah, it's, it's great for West Coast fans. So I think they um, they picked up a really good kid there. Concerning news on the hamstring problems of Kobe Virgil, Josh. Um, we're told he's injured again. Um, yep. d- didn't play on the weekend, and now surgery is a possibility. Uh, have you been able to glean anything from the club, and how uh, how concerned are you? I think this is three hamstrings in his first season of the AFL. Yeah, no, no, it's um, yeah. From from all reports and just seeing, you know, it's um, as a young player coming through, and and you know, the possibility is still growing, and 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 everything, and your body shape taking size, and um, also, you know, um, just the training loads that that come with it. Um, uh, yeah, it's obviously been an issue, and. Um, getting to a point now, especially as a younger player, where you just don't want to keep pushing that because um, you don't want it to have any long-term effects or, or anything like that as they um, as they progress and keep growing. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's obviously sad to see and as a player, especially when you come in, you know, um, within the first couple of years and you have have these issues, it can be quite frustrating. So hopefully he's able to uh, pull through with with what's going on and, and find finding the reason out on, you know, whether it's a strength issue, whether it's his back, whether whatever it is um, that's, um, that's hampering his hamstrings, hopefully he can work through that and, and get out and just start being able to train and play because as a like, young player, that's all you want to do. Um, and hopefully they can sort that. That's exactly right. As a young player, that is all you want to do. Liam Duggan yeah. goes, goes to the tribunal to fight that dangerous tackle charge the odds are against him given i think it's about yeah it's about 18 of 20 i think of the 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 dangerous tackle charges have stood what do you think is he any chance it's not the worst one i've seen but um but they are taking a strong stand on it no, that's it. That's it. It's, it, it's a strong stand, and um, uh, once again, with with a lot of, um, I suppose, these type of technique kind of issues, you know, it's, it's up to the players to be able to to work on their technique when they are tackling. And um, you know, we've seen it plenty this year, and even last year um, with this issue on on, on grabbing both arms and slinging and, and bringing down, um, you know, it becomes to a technical thing. Sometimes it is very hard, um, especially when you, you, you're just trying to tackle and, and do what you've done when you've grown up. Um, but, you know, obviously a lot of previous incidents that have happened and and, and, um, and obviously that, that clear hits the head um, as he came down, you know, there's always going to be those sided issues. And, um, yeah, it's not looking really great for Duggo, even though it probably, um, you know, didn't look that bad. Uh, question from Noddy on the text line, Josh. Can you ask JK who was the best guest speaker he heard during his time at the Eagles and or speakers and who had the most impact on him and the team's performance um, stroke life? Well, guest speakers. Um, probably JL, probably Justin Langer was probably always, um, you know, someone who would come in and um, is very motivating, very passionate man. Um, you know, some of the stories he used to tell from, from his playing days, but then, you know, also things regarding leadership or um, uh, certain situations where, you know, the clubs or the, the team's in. And um, he used to be someone who used to, yeah, you'd always walk out, you know, feeling, you know, 10 foot higher when um, when Justin Langer talked. He was, he was very inspirational, very motivating and uh, very passionate, which is, um, you know, probably why he's probably one of the best that I've ever seen. What do you want from them against Adelaide before I let you go? Uh, the same thing we ask every week, enough. You know, it's just that that, that fight, that pressure, um, you know, and, and effort, um, which we're able to see. And, you know, 
you see it, you can see it in the stats. Um, this week was a massive one against, um, you know, the best team in the competition, Collingwood at the moment, and that contested footy, um, those uh, clearances um, and winning around that middle is something that um, you love to see, and that drives, uh, I suppose, the effort and the consistency during the game, and um, hopefully they can bring that because they bring that, you know, there is that chance, um, you know, and they're able to take positives out of the game. Josh Kennedy, thank you so much for joining us on the show, mate. We'll be uh, talking to you again next Tuesday to run the ruler over that match, um, West Coast versus Adelaide, this weekend. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Josh Kennedy always joins us on mornings thanks to New Farm Galaxy. New Farm Galaxy are the flexible tank mix partner to control broadleaf weeds. We'll take a break and we'll be back after the break.